Welcome to our third episode of Fuel the Firefighters. And uh, we're titling this episode Hot and Hotter because we've got, <laughs> we have, and by the way, yes, I'm Jackie Altman. I'm Andy Vaughn. Hi. And we have uh, today, Cesar Corral. All right. Hey, Kirsten. Okay. So we've got two firefighters today. Yay. And uh, so it's going to be just a crazy time today. It's going to be amazing. And what are we doing here? What is this? this is, I'm super excited right? for you to tell us a little bit more about Fuel the Firefighters. Okay. I want to tell you about Fuel the Firefighters. It's a nonprofit that I started over a year ago. I just woke up the, the day before 9-11 and I wanted to get lunch for the guys by the by my house, the fire station. And it just uh, turned into this whole thing. And I I got uh, four fire stations lunch and, and then I, I also donated money to them and it was amazing. And everyone was like, you should do this again. And I was like, I can do it again. So I started this 501c3, I called it Fuel the Firefighters. This past 9-11 weekend, we actually delivered 361 meals to 11 fire stations and each fire station got $300. So that way they could spend it on whatever they need. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That helped. Yeah. So, because um, we just really appreciate everything that you guys do for the community. That, and it's important that you know that you're appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, and I just want to really quickly let you, you well, the listeners know uh, where they can go to support my 501c3 at, uh, well, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. Also, obviously, this podcast is on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. And our website is fuelthefirefighters.org. Uh, we're also going to be having a gala coming up March 25th. I actually just saw the venue. Mm -hmm. It is amazing. There's at least 20 uh, antique fire trucks. That's cool. Really, what, really what it's at a secret oh, location, but I can show you the pictures of the okay. fire trucks. They are amazing. And it holds about 200 people and it's just going to be amazing. Maybe we'll have to like uh, auction off tank. Yeah. Any services. Yes, any services. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and just I'm going to say that during the podcast, we're going to be talking about stories. And I just want to make sure that the listeners know that the names will not of the real people will not be mentioned, nor will uh, the actual where y'all work will be mentioned. The municipality and yes. agencies don't need names. Just That's right. Yep. Yep. All that kind of stuff. All right. So. Uh, why don't y'all tell us about, about you? Who wants to start? Go ahead. Go ahead, Hank. You want to do it. All right. Um, let's see. I'll go first. Uh, okay. My name is Henry. Uh, some people call me Hank on the department. Uh, grew up in Dallas. I've been a fireman for five years uh, overall. Um, started out doing some wild land firefighting. Uh, but... Um, that's been pretty fun. I get to work with a lieutenant here. Uh, we're at the same station. So it's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. So if you've been pretty a firefighter 
for only five years, mm -hmm. does that make you a rookie? Uh, technically, uh, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, that's getting to be where five years is kind of a dividing line where you're not as much of a rookie anymore. But by um, old school standards, I've heard that you know you're rookie for ten years. But mm -hmm. technically, you're kind of always a rookie. Um, <laughs> yeah. is the best way to, to look at it. Mm -hmm. But yes, I'm still uh, very much a, in the rookie ranks. Are you a Texan, native Texan? Uh, yes. From yeah. this area, from yeah. Dallas, from, born area. Yeah, born and raised in Dallas. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, how about you, Lieutenant Crow? Uh, so my name is Cesar Crow. It's actually Cesar. Cesar. But, but, okay. uh, Spicy. Not a lot of people can roll their R's. Um, so I was born in Durango, Mexico. And I came over when I was about four, then left, then came back when I was six. And we settled in Grand Prairie, Texas. I uh, grew up in this area. Um, I got my residency somehow. I don't remember, but I do remember just thinking I got to be a citizen. And then I also I had a very good mom, single mom, very sheltered. So I wanted to leave at 18. So second I turned 18, I signed up for the Navy. I got a tattoo and two, two months later I was gone. So I knew I wanted to be a firefighter or I was interested in it from um, September 11th happened when I was in high school, my junior year. So I. Um, I mean, that's pretty brave. I can't believe that they're, these guys are just going to do it. You know, whatever happens to the, that building, they're, they're going to go and do their job. So I thought it was an honorable thing to do. And then being in the military, I wanted to get out so that I could be a, a father. Because no, no disrespect uh, to anybody in the military, but it's really, it's a lot harder to be a father than away a lot. Um, and I, but I also knew that I wanted something that was military-like. And so even more... Um, reaffirmed my desire to be a firefighter. So I got out, worked at Lowe's for about a year, and then uh, I got on the department, and I've been doing it for 13 years now. Great. Like the structured environment with the ranks? Is that what you Yeah, mean? and just, I'm, I'm not uh, very, I don't like, I think I'm undiagnosed ADD, but my mom just used the, the belt. Yeah. Mine too. She's like, here's your medicine. <laughs> uh, and uh, I don't like, even at the fire station, I think me and Hank kind of have the same thing. We, we don't like just sitting around. Some firemen are just like, oh, let's just watch the TV. The second we, we're done with the call or we don't have a sport to play or training or I'm bored. I don't care if I'm waiting for 12 hours, I'm bored now. So let's do something else. And that's what's great is you show up to work every day and anything could happen. Yes. There is no structure. You're not just watching the clock going, well, eight hours from now, I'll get off. It's... So you've created most unpredictable yeah. day. You know, it could be slow day, it could be five fires, it could be chaos. It could be you know, ten degrees below or 110 degrees outside. You just it's just well for fun. clarity too, I'll say yeah. when you know, from my former life being in emergency medicine and, and you know, on a fire department as well. Um, a slow day means there's nothing active going on or like calls coming in, right. which for civilians yeah. is a good day, right. but for, for, you know, firefighters, it's a slow day, yeah. not yeah. a good call sometimes, not much to run. Okay. And usually you want, at least your, your firefighters that want to be good at their job, want a busy day because you kind of equivalent to, um, if you're a soldier, you're not going to get good at it without doing it. They don't practice. You know? If you're a surgeon, you need to do surgeries. Right. If you're a firefighter, you need to fight fires. 
and have recs and have CPRs. And the busier you are, the better you'll be in five, 10 years from now. Yeah, if you sit still, you get you get rusty. Exactly. Right? Yeah, and also in your profession. Yeah. In my profession yes, too. You have to keep practicing. Absolutely. Yeah, I, which is backwards, right? For the for the listener, for the regular average, you know, average person, we don't right. necessarily want to see wrecks on the road, or mm -hmm. we don't want people to be injured. Mm -hmm. But so, to make you know, yeah, interesting. So, if it is a slow day for you guys, how do you pass the time? What's your favorite thing to do? What do you guys do? Um, yeah, a lot of people, uh, especially uh, lieutenant, as you can probably tell, um, likes to work out uh, and exercise is encouraged. So he does pretty well uh, <clears throat> in that area. Uh, but uh, for someone like me, um, if I'm, I'm usually cooking, so that takes up a lot of time for me because I'm a pretty slow cook. <laughs> so I will uh, you know, go to the grocery store and that also takes me a long time because I almost do laps. It's an experience and, going to Starbucks. Uh, in the grocery store, I'm not very calculated. Yes, get your steps in. I'll say that. Uh, so, so you that. don't have your list before you go. Uh, no, oh yeah, I have a list. I know exactly what I'm going to cook, <laughs> but I uh, I just have a hard time getting it all, you know, in an orderly fashion. Okay. Um, and it, I do have diagnosed ADD and things, so <laughs> that I have you know, that. But um, squirrel. Yes, lots of squirrels. Um, but yeah, I'll uh. I usually be in the kitchen for most of the day. And then um, you also have things that you got to do around the station for certain days. Like you have, you know, bathrooms this day, uh, you know, windows, like on Fridays. Uh, and on Saturdays, you like the lawn and stuff. And yeah, we, we, I always tell uh, firemen to make the best housewives because we cook, we clean, we stay in shape. He thinks we just have to be guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do all the things. We do all the maintenance. We do the, all the laundry. We know how to do everything. So, uh, a lot of it is training too on our, mm -hmm. uh, and that's kind of where me and uh, my captain come in. If it's a slow day or we think it's going to be a slow day, then I'm always thinking about training. How can we simulate, you know, a rescue? How can we simulate a car being trapped? How can we talk about tactics? So, uh, yeah, there's really no no dull moments. You want to slow. Do you have a lot of administrative things? In your yes, role? I'm actually yes. Uh, technically, it falls on the captain, but I'm. Uh, or the I'm the, his right hand man. So, uh, in the morning, while well, most of the guys are checking out the equipment, I'm in front of the computer, making sure that people are getting paid, that people are getting, um, you know, their overtime, or someone's got to go to some kind of special training. Or so I'm doing all that, but it's not like an office job. It's just literally like an hour or more. Sure, sure. And then I just got to come back every once in a while, check emails. And my chief, she uh, she reminds me, hey, I sent you an email. Cool. I think I met her three hours ago. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm very, I'll get right on. You know. I think I met her when I was going around introducing myself at first. She's, you guys probably all thought it was crazy. And she's like okay. the toughest, toughest. She looked tough. Yeah. She looked tough. She looked nice, but I wouldn't want to make her. Mad. No. So we we raced in a triathlon, and I like to tell that I didn't train, but I did train. So chief, if you're watching this, I did train. Uh, <laughs> and we uh, beat her by 30 seconds, but she's 13 years older than me, like this much taller, and she's uh -huh. a beast. I mean, I, I really didn't think I'd be. I, I, when we were done, I said, "There's no way I won that." Yeah, like extra pasta the night before. I was extremely worn out. She's kind I of intimidating. She's extremely. Yeah. She's really tough. So. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Are there events that different stations are asked to participate in, or like 
you know, going to school, stop, drop, and roll, different things like that, or there are different shifts, different events, or like, you know, so unfortunately, a service is, is needed for a fallen, you know, a fallen firefighter. Do you, mm -hmm. Are there certain stations, or is there a certain no. team that do, that goes? No, it, it, so they can, uh, you can always request um, a show and tell, and it just has to go through through the paperwork. So there's, um, you, you put in the paperwork, hey, I'd like for the fire engine in this district to come to elementary school and show the kids that. And then they'll schedule, the battalion chief will schedule which engine can do it um, or which station. And yeah, that's that's part of something that we do. Um, we went to a funeral like two hours in East, to East Texas because one of the firemen that had worked at our station um, requested our, our engines. Mm, I see. So it came in and she said, hey, next, tomorrow you're driving to this town and you're going to be in there for your own. Cool. So yeah, we do just special, special requests. That's great. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I just didn't know how that kind of have worked out. Oh, yeah, we do a lot of different things. Uh, we also helped uh, this one young fellow. Uh, uh, remember the, the uh, jujitsu training? Oh, yeah, that was interesting. Get, that was interesting. Uh, to get, I guess, some community hours. So we helped him through him putting on or hosting like a training, which was also good for us because sometimes we deal with some crazy um, citizens. So he kind of taught us some moves and That's we helped great. him by, you know, doing, mm -hmm. fulfilling his parameters. That he there needed. you go. Because uh, I think he actually was from Brazil. Yeah. So he was like the real yeah, deal. Geez. Yeah. So it was pretty neat, but we do stuff like that when, when we can. It comes in handy, actually. I had to use martial arts. Uh, I was put in a chokehold by a patient once. Oh, geez. At the office? Yeah. Goodness. He was high on nitrous, and I think he probably took a pill or something oh, that he shouldn't have. And, and it was huge. He was a big man. He was like 300 something pounds. Big, tall guy, like um, Lurch from uh, whatever. Anyway, he reaches up. He goes like this to me. I'm like, that's weird. And then he goes like this. <laughs> and he, oh, geez. Do you have any Huh? Do you have any help? No, honey, I don't need help. I got it. <laughs> I popped him in the apple. Oh, she didn't want to mess with me. I do. I have sharp things. Right. That's scary. Right. No lollipops. No lollipops. I do. I've been giving out lollipops this month for the month of October. It's National uh, Dental Hygiene Appreciation Month. Just so you know. Well, that's yeah, cool. You should Thank go. You. I should appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm often, yeah, that's it's cool. Yeah. Learning all the new. Yeah. So for the for, for the listeners, uh Lieutenant Corral is married, just so you oh, know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh Hank is not. And Hank is not. Um, he is he is on the market. I am the Lone Ranger. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, that's okay. It, it happens. Do you guys have another job outside? Are you 24 on 48 off in your station? So do you have another job or another like side business or hustle? Uh, I don't. I, I live a pretty boring life outside of. Oh, he's a full-time student right now. He's yeah. Off. All right that's now. That's not boring. And going through uh, this paramedic school. Oh, okay. Which can be pretty intense. So that's my off day, days are, uh, you know, I study as much as I can. Would you, when I can. Would you do rotations? in within the department uh yes mm -hmm. that's cool yeah i've got the one left we do uh 16. So. tomorrow actually my last uh rotation, rotation. right out mm -hmm. oh cool any in the hospitals i'm sorry 
Any of the hospitals? Oh, yes. Yeah, we uh, we did that in, back in August. So we did, like psych and then like an ED and like LMD, all those interesting places. So it was really cool to see, uh, you know, the different varieties of things that happen in the hospitals and what they have to deal with. How long is the training? Uh, I think in total it's about seven, eight months. So kind of long, but really not not that long in the range. Well, and when you can schedule your, depending on what people do for a living, I mean, when you can schedule your rotations and clinicals, it's, it could be longer, shorter, but mm -hmm. yeah, it can be yeah. and it's unpaid, so it's grateful that you're there. We're grateful that you're there. Oh, uh, yes, always. It's your time. How about you, Sissar? Uh, I've, I've had a lot of part-time jobs, actually, I, uh, because of the 2448. So I used to ride uh, an ambulance, a private ambulance. Mm -hmm. So you have the, the ambulance through our department and then a private one. Mm -hmm. So I would do 48 hours sometimes on an ambulance. And that would, uh, that's, that was really hard. That was a really hard time. And that helped pay, uh, help uh, my wife get through dental hygiene school. Nice. And then um, had, I worked at a children's hospital for a little bit as a, as a tech, as a paramedic, as a context there. And then I've uh, had a little business, uh, like, like a little tree trimming business, you know, just trim trees. And then what else? Uh, right now I'm training for, so Hank did Wildland before he got on. I'm training to be part of our department's Wildland team. Oh, great. Uh, a lot of that is on our own dime, but once you get in, then you get, you get deployed a lot to, you know, Africa, not Africa, sorry. California. Oh my God. Africa. Let's do it. Uh, California and, you know, East Texas, West Texas, wherever, a lot of stuff to the West. I'm sure, y'all watch the news. It's really dry the last couple of years. It's really been just burning up. So, you know, the help they can get when we go. We have a team. You know, mm -hmm. So, I just signed up to be part of that team. And that that will pretty much be like my part time job. That's cool. Yeah. It's a whole different kind of firefighter. It's, it, and it's incredibly interesting too. And there are oh, things yeah. that come up and I can remember, you know, just, I probably said last time that we, you know, did a podcast that in my prior career, and I said earlier, you know, I was an EMS and then some firefighting, but there were things that come, there are things that come up. Like for example, years and years ago, there was a space shuttle, um, you know, and then there was like debris that fell mm -hmm. because it falls, it has to fall somewhere. Yeah. And so, you know, we're deployed to pick it out, you know, pick it up. And yeah, that's wild. Different things that yeah. happen. And it was here in Texas, not too terribly far away. And so, disaster like, response. Just, just different kinds of disaster response. So I don't think that the general public even thinks about. Yeah. So the way it was described to him by uh, his captain, oh, I can't, no names. Oh. He, uh, very, very good officer that I had. And uh, he said, if you think about it, we're just problem solvers. Because as a young, Fireman, you try to remember all the rules and all the procedures and think, well, he did it this way. I want this. You cannot write a procedure for everything. There's, it's not in black and white. No. So if you just show up as uh, think about it, it's a problem, just, just got to solve it. Critical thinking skills. Just got to solve it. And then that once you start applying it to every, everyday life, and yeah, space shuttle, it could be anything, right? Wildland, yeah. uh, you know, water rescue. And then just you solve the yeah. problem. Stay calm and solve the problem. And that's all we do. That's literally all we do. And you adapt and overcome. Like, yeah. okay, this didn't work, yeah. so I have to do the next thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's at this moment that I wish I knew the words to Ice Ice Baby. What? Stop, collaborate, and listen. Oh, that's that's that one's brand new. Put that in If I met him, I met him. I solve it. Check out for the. Yeah, they do. Yeah, involves it. I, uh, I, 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 yeah, he's actually super supportive of. I think you know law enforcement firefighter. Oh, really? What's his name? Uh, um, his name is 
Ben Winkle. So our captain actually grew up with him. Yeah, he didn't grow up very far from here. Yeah, he's from Texas. Yes, he is from Texas. Yeah, that's he's gone to like a party. Rob Van Winkle. Something like that. I met him the other day. Yeah, I didn't say any names on the business plan, but I can't say. I think they know each other pretty well. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not very old, by the way. It's not old. It's not old. Just saying. Yeah, not old. Seasoned. Young man. All right, so, okay, you mentioned that you were in high school when 9-11 happened. So tell me about that, what your memory of that class, uh, yeah, what class I was, uh, not dating my wife, sorry, wife, another girl. <laughs> uh, and I remember walking her to her class and uh, that was general. And then I went to was physics. Some firefighters are gentlemen. Some, but yeah. they're usually married. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry, hey, God. Hey, this is a good one. This is a good one. So we, uh, I, I, I have a lady teacher, and I remember her. She, we all had TV screens, you know, and like big TV back. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we had. There was no flat screen. Yeah. They had built TV in the corner and you'd like you roll it, push it around. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, we we had a test and it was it was physics class. We had a test and we sat down and then another teacher came in and was like, you have to turn on the TV. Uh, plane just crashed through New York City or something. So she turned it on for a little bit and she turned it off and she said, Yeah, that guy's gonna get fired, whatever. Let's let's finish this test. And we never finished our test because another teacher came in and said, Hey. This is big deal. So when we turned it back on, now there were two towers on fire. And I, I remember thinking like, wait, is this like a different angle or different footage? And then now, now it's really quiet. Now everyone's, now the world's like starting to pause. And then they mentioned like this pause terrorist attack. And then I, I remember from there and going to football practice, do we have like an in, within one of our periods was just workout time. And then football practice after school. And coach said, "Hey, everybody go home. Yeah. Everybody go home. We didn't, your know. Parents. we didn't know what was going right. to happen. And I just the one thing that stood the most is so I drove my girlfriend home. How quiet it was because you get used to the noise from planes. Mm -hmm. They had Especially all the airports where down, we are. Yeah. in this area. And I remember, you know, as she was she walked inside, just and I walked back to my car, just thinking, this is so quiet." And then that's when that little bit of fear came in because I mean something's changed drastically about the world. Yeah, where are they going next? Right, and I had no clue about that. And then within the next day, and a couple hours, I found out you know the Pentagon, the, the one that Camp David, the, uh, is that Camp David? Camp David is the one that the Pentagon took over. Yeah, that's amazing. And yeah. uh, but processing that is what I mean. I don't want to be part of it, you know? No, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I think here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I guess I remember where I was, but I lived not too far from a nuclear plant. I mean, this was nuclear plants here. Yes. So people were leaving South Texas and coming north, and they were price gouging on gas. It was $50. And the yeah. president at the time was saying, you will not gouge that your price is back. And it was it was just pandemonium for a minute, but it was also quiet because we didn't have the social media and the things that we did. So we were really dependent on the news. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a different different experience and then we'll never forget right. you know knowing and living through it yeah and how about you uh mr hank 
Yeah, I remember I was uh, I was in middle school, sixth grade. I was in uh, my homeroom teacher's class, Miss Aikens. But I remember that the teachers didn't tell us. I found out from a classmate, like one of my good friends. And uh, I specifically remember them keeping it like a secret. Uh, I don't know if it was because it was Catholic school or what. Maybe but, age. Uh, Maybe oh, yeah, yeah, that's Possibly, so yeah. But uh, I remember finding out from my friend and uh, the school they went on pretty much as us usual. Um, and then, you know, of course, Maryland got picked up at the end of the day. That's when things started, you know, really getting uh, talked about. But I remember the teachers kind of almost keeping it a secret. Uh, but I do remember um, when I got back home because I grew up uh, right next to Lowfield Airport. I do vaguely remember it being, you know, pretty quiet because usually, you know, planes are flying over you know, every five minutes or every 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do vaguely remember that. But um, yeah, I was pretty young, uh, sixth grade. So that's, that's uh, what I remember. Isn't it funny, though? I mean, just to your point earlier, when you said something about problem solving, that as we look back now, that's all that our teachers, our educators, people in they were just trying to problem solve with something yes. they'd never so we they didn't know they kept it quiet because they're all in the office trying to figure out or we're all somewhere that the adults and the and the leaders at that time were just trying to figure yeah. out what to yeah do nobody next. knew what to and do. i never thought what about the younger kids i had never thought i had the thought until now and now that i'm a dad like exactly. in elementary school you wouldn't want to tell any of them anything no not yet they were they're, just they're let the parents they don't understand yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we also didn't know who was there because of where it was in those towers. There were people from all over the world and all over the, the United States who just went there to work periodically. So yeah, they, but they were just like us in our ages trying to figure out yeah. what to do. Yeah, I, I was trapped at Baylor Hospital. They didn't let me go home because reality was we knew CPR and we're at a hospital and if the federal buildings downtown Dallas. So they were- You worked at Baylor at the time? Well, I was a student. Oh, okay. But I- So they, they wouldn't let you go home. They, they didn't let anybody go home. So we're trapped watching the news in the student lounge for hours. For how long did they keep you? Felt like hours. Oh. At least four hours. At least. I would imagine until yeah. after they fell. Yeah. yeah. So their thought is, if they knew that they had if all people the are coming in. Some happens in Dallas. And if you guys some, are capable workers, they can help. Yeah, oh, okay. we could help keep people alive. Yes. That's that was the, mm -hmm. the yeah, we were trapped there for hours. And then when I was driving home, what was the weird part was I wish I remember what the words were, but people had do you guys remember after the attack, uh, the, the days and weeks following, people had flags yeah. on their cars mm -hmm. and people had banners that was the most united i think and yeah we, yes. we stood together in solidarity which that feeling is partly why i started feel the firefighters i think because when i started it we were also isolated and i just remember how amazing it felt and how oh, everybody yeah. was just so friendly like completely opposite together and it was yeah. just completely yes. the opposite of covid yes yeah. And, and so, and then it was just kind of like that, that polarizing moment when it was the 20th anniversary of mm -hmm. uh, the, the year before, but here we are, are just so separated from one right. another. So that's maybe like one of the other reasons why I felt so compelled to like reach out to let you guys know, like you're appreciated. 
We haven't As, forgotten. No, no, we have not forgotten. And the, the, all those COVID patients had to get to the hospital somehow. Mm -hmm. right? You guys didn't only run regular average calls. You also were probably starting to run COVID calls and shortness of breath calls and all mm -hmm. of the different symptom calls. So, and, our, and as far as our, the administration for us, problem solving, they were just kind of making it up. Every, every new shift that we walk in, there'd be a new procedure. Yes. Or the procedure would change. Or now you have to wear this. Now you don't have to wear this. You know, don't take them or do take them, and it was just no, it was just no, hectic. No, 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 to no to one wasn't there. Yeah, so we blazed a trail. All of us blazed a trail just in our different roles. Yeah, yeah. definitely first or anything like that. Um, I just see so many parallels, but it's totally different situations. Like nobody knew what to do with 9/11, mm -hmm. and then nobody knew what to do with COVID. And I know that when 9/11 happened, I mean those firefighters are so brave. I know that. Uh, our previous guest, Lieutenant Sims, said because of 9-11, a lot of policies changed yes. Yes. in fire departments across America. And I, I'm, I wonder if there is going to be the same type of impact because of COVID, if it's going to be like a lasting, if there's going to be policy changes because of COVID. Uh, I don't know about the fire department. Uh, good question. It's a good question, right? I don't think anything's changed in, in, in Not hours. so much. No, I really thought that the mask was going to stick around more as, as far as uh, forcing the medics on the ambulance to keep the mask on or maybe yeah. all patients because it does prevent not only COVID, but other things. Yeah. In the, the medical professionals will probably be right. right. But um, I think firemen, we although we are considered medical currently kind of roughnecks in that point where a lot of us don't like wearing masks. Yeah. Well, was, uh, since we're always working outside of a controlled environment, right? We want to be comfortable. Some of us don't like being told what to do. <laughs> oh, is that it? So, what was that? Okay. There's two things I would hate uh, change in the way things are. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, we're pretty difficult and very archaic uh, in our ways. Okay, so is there a story okay. that sticks out in your mind, like a good story? You want a funny story? Or? Funny or Intense, intense, oh. or adrenaline junkie kind of moves. Um, that's a colorful story that sticks out. Anything? I mean, there's a lot that we got. So many I've forgotten some. Um, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, or we, or we can. Um, we can talk about the manor house fire, which is actually on Lieutenant Sims' ship. I got overtime in that's his good, position. That's a good one. Oh, really? And so. I think I don't want to get too technical because I can get I can nerd out on yeah, it. I, I nerd yeah. out on firefighting and nerd out. So I think structural structural firefighting is what we are. Uh, structural firefighting is for cities, right? This is a structure in fire and smoke, and the building will behave differently than a wildland, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of the fires, it depends on the construction of what it's going to do and how we're going to fight, right? Okay. I'm going to fight a one one story, two bedroom house that we would a Walmart. Like we would an 80 story high rise. Okay. All right. So our procedures are when the fire comes in, is we try to take the elevators two floors below if we can, uh, eight stories or less. We just take the stairs. So it's after dinner. I've already worked out really hard. I remember doing legs. I had a big bowl of chili. And we had a fire where Automatic fire alarms happen all the time because it's kind of a section eight apartments. What, what was the type of fire? It's a fire. No, what was the type? 
Uh, it's a 25 story apartment building. Apartment building. Oh, okay. Downtown. Downtown. Central, oh, okay. central business district. Okay. So it came in as an automatic fire alarm. And we always literally pull up and they're like, disregard, it's nothing. It's just right. a system going off. So we pull up and it's only engine. It's Lieutenant Simmons engine and crew, which is another thing's funny. And now instead of one person going, there's a bunch of people coming down the street. Oh, a bunch no. of people and, and I've got and people go, it's on fire, it's on fire, the 25th floor is on fire. And I didn't look up, I should have looked up, but it was the sun had already set. And apparently if I would have looked up, I would have seen it because there was videos from different high rises of the fire. I actually have, I actually have a picture. And uh, so I told the driver, all right, go ahead and um, tone it out as a fire. Tell everybody we have fire, we're going to get dressed. And being new to downtown, there are systems that you have to know how to take as an officer, how to control the elevators, how to shut down the fire pumps, how to do this. I'm so pretty new. I'm very impatient. I've been told I gotta go slower because I'm very offense, offense, offense speed. And I went to trade tra control elevators. And they didn't give me, it didn't give me instant anything. I did it again and tried it inside. Hi boys, we're hauling it. 25 plus. Oh mm, goodness. And that's where your fitness comes in. Uh, so we, we did get to the top. There was a fire. Uh, so there was people throwing up other fire companies. No one admitted who it was. There's people throwing up. There's people dropping their gear. There's people um, just <laughs> not in shape. Oh, no. And then when I got up to the floor, the truck crew and the chief met me there because they took the elevator. They took control of it, which stopped me and led to slow down. And there was another set of keys in the that actually, so we get there, which it was on fire, and we uh, we got in there, and we put it out, uh, but most of it was already decaying. Bella, that's cool. But um, anyway, so one of the story is, I learned that it's not as scary as you think it is, and a lot of those high rise fires, the, it, it looks more intimidating than it is, and if you understand it. Um, it was physically intense. I was exhausted. I would be, I think I slept for like four hours the next day. Could, could you tell how the fire started or? Uh, yeah, so they actually, one of the residents said that his friend started it, meant to start it. It was arson. And I, surprisingly, a lot of our fires are arson. A yes, lot I'm of the sure. fires we make are arson. Uh, I had no clue until I became fireman how much fires are intentionally set. So people are crazy. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Oh yeah, like starting fires, uh, whether it's apartments, uh, mental health, schizophrenia, homeless people. Why do you point at me when you say mental health? Because you mean like you're educated on mental health. Are you ever with it? Are you deflected? You deflected. Anyway, that's my story. Yeah, so there you go. That's my story. No, that's good stuff. I mean, were you quads the next day? Were you like, ah, I'm like, yeah, I'm for two. You know, like. Like I couldn't do anything. Yeah, jello, yeah. totally jello and painful. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah, people talked about that for a long time, several weeks after it happened, because we also worked at, at another downtown station. It was a pretty big deal, and then we went to go look at it, you know, for training purposes afterwards. So, uh, yeah, it was um, it was pretty crazy. So, it really does happen you know, downtown. So, do you have a good story? Oh, not like that. Um, Been around for five years now. Uh, delivered any babies. And, um, let's see. Do you want to show the shooting with me on the truck? 
Oh, let's I got shot on the highway. Oh, uh, okay. okay. How fast can we get into get graphic? Are you sure? Sir? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Because it gets bad. Were you not with me on the Gresham? Yes. Oh, it's Gresham Dunker Man. Well, I'll, I'll just do the. So, for okay, listeners that are listening, and if you are sensitive to things, then maybe oh, yeah. fast forward. Yeah. Okay. There you go. But if you if you are into things, then give a listen. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. details for me. Obviously, don't be specific about your street names. Maybe yeah. or right. Right. Yeah. just. The street names. Um, yeah, uh, I've seen some things that I wish um, I wouldn't have seen. Uh, you know, graphic things like people you know, getting hit by vehicles, and then there just being a bunch of pieces and uh, you know, terrible things like that. But uh, I guess the one I like to think of now is um, I grew up in Dallas, and uh, when I was younger, um, I was always you know painfully shy, like super shy. But I do remember vividly uh, getting like a wave from you know a fireman like on the engine or the truck, and uh, that was like a big deal because like oh man they're waving at me like is that are they, were they really waving at me? But now um, as I've gotten older, uh, I remember that feeling and it made you know really feel special. So now I take actually a lot of joy or enjoyment out of uh, like just waving to little kids when I'm on the back of the engine because that's you know that's probably the greatest job in the world when you can do that and like you see their face light up and you know it really means something to them and you can you can really see it on their face that I mean I can see it on your face it's really providing a, a sworn yeah. service that kids really do. was that your like your motivation for being a firefighter you think that was a big influence um yeah I, I think there was always something that was in the back of my mind um I remember when I got to college and junior college um i was you know be playing baseball we'd be in the outfield in practice and we would talk about you know being uh, a fireman you know what that would be like you know if this baseball thing didn't work out mm -hmm. you know fireman that'd be pretty awesome so i remember that and uh you know for other uh cool reasons too uh but yeah it's, it's he wanted the mustache you guys he has a really amazing uh, well, uh, fireman mustache oh, yeah. you appreciate it to log into it's, see yeah. the video yeah check yeah. out that you want to give the camera yeah. a look yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out that. There's, there's, there's uh, I guess that the might be not painfully, but you still might be a sliver shy. I think. Yeah, that's, what I'm You're a little shy. that's okay. It's not a decision. That the mm -hmm. episode is named hotter, hot, hot and hotter. Yeah. I don't know. You got the mustache, then you've got uh, the tattoos. There's all kinds of opportunities. There's here for opportunities to watch on YouTube for sure, mm -hmm. and learn more about the field of firefighters. Yeah, and uh, actually, uh, so let's like ask some some fun questions now. Why not? Right? Sure. We were talking about movies earlier, and you asked if we were like movie people. Oh. Is there like a favorite movie that's like maybe firefighter themed that you like? <clears throat> um, let's see. Uh, yeah, there's two that come to mind right now. Um, one is a you know, you've probably heard of it. It's a structure fire firm backdraft, mm -hmm. uh, the original one, mm -hmm. sequels. Yeah, no, no, bueno, but uh, yeah, with the Baldwin brother, the right? one, with, yeah, the one with Kurt Russell. Um, that's pretty much uh, legendary status. And then there's another one, uh, it's called Red Skies Over Montana, I mm -hmm. believe. And it's like an old school, I think, you know, in the 60s 
that I don't know if it's in black and white, but it's like a old school wildland movie. Probably the first wildland firefighting movie that paid tribute to uh, the uh, smoke jumpers uh, in Montana back in the day. Uh, mm -hmm. Pretty cool one if you're into vintage films. So, okay. How vintage are we talking? Like 20 years, 30 oh, years, 40? I'd say it came out either in the 50s or 60s. Okay. Okay. So okay. So okay. That's vintage. vintage before our time. Yeah. And it's in the 80s. It's not vintage. It's not vintage. It's in the 80s. It's an old one. Bella, you're so cute. Um, have you seen, I think I brought it up last time. Was it Deepwater, Deepwater Horizon? Horizon. You've not seen that? I think that was about the oil crisis or the oil spilling crisis in the Gulf. Yes. And it was like, have you seen that? I have, yeah. With um, Wahlberg, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, Marky Mark. I mean, yeah. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, that takes me back. Yes. But I went down a rabbit hole after you said that movie, and I I watched that movie, but then I also watched Fear. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like that yes. movie with him, Fear. That's funny. From the 90s reese witherspoon exactly. they were they were the it couple uh how about you sorry you like uh, movies any movies that stick out here uh back yeah backdrops is definitely yeah that's and then uh we just I just watched and i think i messed up because i let my kid watch it um uh, what's the firefighting one about arizona only the brave. Uh, only the brave. Yeah, Grand Mountain. Yeah, I had just gotten that's, done doing some wildland training. That's a great. Did only the great. She didn't turn her dominance. That's how most relationships. So you guys think it's not single anymore? No. My talk fell in daily relationships. I know. She's like, yes, you're gonna have to turn your pheromones. You're like, you're being dominant. So funny. Okay. All right. So. Uh, so in your free time, do you guys ever get physically competitive? I mean, you've got all that free time. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, very, very competitive. Yes. Our ship, we do a lot of um, training. Okay. And sports. <clears throat> so we do. What about other? We do? we do soccer. We've done basketball. Ultimate frisbee. Frisbees. Extremely difficult. And it gets very competitive. Yeah, we try to keep it. I think our crew, we try to keep it fun still, but some sometimes you can tell people don't like to lose. Everything's intended to be on a professional level. Sure. Okay. But then some people uh, get carried away. Yeah. And there's some rules that are made or not made or broken. Yep. I do know about one rule that you guys can't do more than 25 push ups in. What? I don't know. Is that intended sense? More than 25 push ups? I thought that's what he's, or maybe for a. No more than or no, no less more, than? No, no, no less than, no less oh. than, no more than. No, so that you don't no have more than so you don't hurt your arms oh, or that's something like that. Did uh, somebody get hurt? Or maybe, maybe, maybe I missed Maybe he doesn't say, maybe he doesn't do more than 25. So he <laughs> says that's the limit. Well, whatever <laughs> can, he can do, I can just do one. Okay, so is that what it is? Been the push-up push challenge, maybe like for a future episode. Yeah, that's a real thing. Well, we what if we do a little competition right now? And maybe we like it. What about an arm wrestle across the table? Oh my God, yes, arm wrestle. Do, do we like? Which of you think she would win? Who who would win? Um, I think Hank wins on this, the mustache intimidation. Oh. Well, um, try hard, have you tried? Have y'all done this before? No, but okay. Lou is uh, 
you know, a known endurance athlete, and he's also a boxer. No. Uh, so I think, you know, maybe in the beginning, but... Um, but there's strategy to it, too. Yeah. So. Well, we, I guess we'll just have to find out. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, let's, let's do, do it. Get up How are we doing? Do it over the table. Right here? The table, for sure. Yeah. Let's see. Get those elbows. Yeah, it's that class out of the way. Sure. Like, Throw down. Throw down. down. Doing this. Is it like to the death? Or this is really happening, everyone. This is happening. I got some money over here. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I bet you listeners. Uh, I think the listeners should like in your mind. Who do you think out of these two guys? Yeah, we'll give a look to the camera there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In this corner, weighing at no. Pink, <laughs> rookie, and in the other corner we have Cesar. And not rookie, not rookie, no. lieutenant. All right, you guys. All right, I'll be ready. ready. I guess we can go ahead and engage. Yeah, yeah, bigger. Oh, that is my butt on the seat. Yeah. But down your butt. He has leverage. Are you watching with the hands? Yeah, he has experience. He's done this before. Okay. All right, and ready. Okay, go. All right. Yeah, he's watching. Stop. Stop. Do it. No, you're going to hurt me. This is not about position. You're going to hurt me. This is just about strength. And if oh, you're right, come on. Oh, good job, bud. Good job. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. like a, a jab of like, just give it up. Come on. I'm not the leader here. I'm the leader. I thought for sure with all the cooking and stirring well, and, you know, but I can see some guns. I, I can see them. There, there's the gun show. Yeah, well, we're good. Oh, yeah, all of you guys well, just got free tickets to the gun show, which is good. Yeah, well, you know, okay, so if you were ever have, this is the question I was just kind of thinking. If anybody ever asked you if you would be on a calendar, would you? Would your wife let you? Well, I wouldn't ask her permission, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'd let me do anything. I think you would uh, be appropriately. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah I would, I would. You do it? Um, like maybe in the kitchen? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd be covered for you, man. Shirtless. Shirtless might be an issue because I have a lot of, um, uh, you know, like PW uh, hamburger meats. <laughs> and some people are put off by that. But yeah. I even like that. Yeah, I think for certain people, you know, they might like that. But uh, I'd be a little more hesitant than um, the you know, male model here. But I think I probably would because I would think it'd be for good cause. Yeah. A lot of a lot of women like your look. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's there's a market for you. There's oh, some yeah, there's you. there's some there, there's, there's, some out there. there's folks for everybody. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So uh listeners on the podcast, y'all need to go to the YouTube to see who maybe is hot and hotter. And there could be a debate on the comments. Oh, absolutely. I think so. And uh, so I just- How do you find that at YouTube? Oh, well, you just go to YouTube and then you 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 put, you will the firefighters and then you'll find us. All the episodes. All the episodes. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, and also on my website, I'm going to have a link and on Facebook as well. Is on the, on the YouTube should be, if these folks find the, the episode, will there be in the comments? The link to your website? Uh, yeah, there will be. Okay. Mm -hmm. And hopefully uh, when you go to watch the YouTube video, you subscribe 
that would be great bring snacks hit subscribe hit subscribe Watch yes that. exactly Support. <laughs> and 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 to donate to fuel the firefighters so next uh weekend uh of the 9-11 we can hopefully reach more firefighters yes. that would be great Next year will be and and again actually it's not just about um giving lunches and donations to the individual fire stations but i have in my mind i want to establish like a grant that fire stations can apply for no you know amazing. so if there's people that need something for their station then they can they can um holler at me and I'll help them. Oh, cool. But all yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I think all that's made possible by people who who log in, link, follow and, and donate. Yeah, and absolutely. Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Firefighters. Well thank you so much, Cesar and Hank for coming. Absolutely. We so enjoyed having you and stay tuned. It was a lot of fun. Yes, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Stay tuned for the next episode of Fire Firefighters. Yes. Thank you, Alex. Alex says bye. <laughs> bye. Thank bye. you.